eight, we took something quite counterintuitive. Markets are bad. Red, red, red. Stock markets red, crypto markets red, everything down. And now Simon is talking about a 1.3 million Bitcoin? What? How is that possible? Let's go there. So I do not trust my own estimations because I don't have 20 people, uh, analysts, team doing extrapolations every week. It's just me, two hours research per day. So I would never trust my own estimations. I only look at risk reward and probability. But there are teams that are doing really, really deep extrapolations and number crunching. And one of those teams that I really trust is the ARC team. Now, again, many of you will say, these are the people who are down 37%. Uh, they have no clue. Well, they have. Long term, they have been right um, many, many, many times and even short term. This time, short term, they are not right. Okay. But hey, they have still a high hit rate compared to everybody else and they are very, very smart. Very, very smart. So let's look at what's going on uh, with Bitcoin. If we zoom out of this year, which is a terrible year, and go to 2030 because the psychology of human behavior is that we, we very overestimate the short term uh, potentials of what we can achieve, of something we can achieve. And we very underestimate the long-term compound effects. So let's look long-term. It's 2030. What's the price of Bitcoin based on current numbers? This is what the ARC team has published. The Bitcoin market cap right now, 1.1 trillion. 2030 market cap 28.5 trillion according to current numbers. Now, what's the price of one Bitcoin if we are at 28.5 trillion US dollars? Then it's 1.36 million per Bitcoin. How does that come together? So, there are a couple of theses here. First hypothesis is that the remittance network is 50% of global remittances at 1.5x velocity. That means 0.3 trillion, which makes it 14,000 per Bitcoin, would be one thing. So half of the world's remittances are done via the Bitcoin blockchain. Now, what if 10% of all emerging markets so basically, 10% of the money supply has excluded the top four countries. Why? Because if you are the US, if you are Europe, you have a strong currency, you don't have reason to go with another currency. But if you are a, a Latin American country, if you are Turkey, if you are Kazakhstan, if you are name every other country, uh, then you have a high inflation rate, a, a very weak currency that is imploding, high inflation, and you want something stronger to protect your people and your wealth. So those countries, if they start using it as a currency, like El Salvador did, like Brazil is discussing, and, um, and um, African countries are discussing right now, then 
That's another 2.8 trillion market cap, which makes it 133k per Bitcoin. Then, what if the economic settlement network? What if 25% of US banks say, hey, that's the thing to have as the underlying network, like we are using uh, current networks, but that's an additional network. And 25% we will run through that. It's cheaper, it's faster, it's uncorruptible, it's trustless. It has no employees, so we don't have to pay 3% like we're paying to some networks because they have 20,000 employees. Um, it's cheaper and uh, it's uncorruptible. So why not tap into this? And um, we might cut costs. We don't need so many employees anymore. And we have still the functionality of enabling people to have wealth and, and, and cash flow. So that would be another 3.8 trillion with 181,000 per Bitcoin. Next thesis, nation state treasuries might say, all right, we own right now some percentages in gold. What if we add 1% Bitcoin to our reserve? Because that's a kind of gold, but a bit smarter because it has software on it. So, and it's easily um, uh, trackable. It's, it's trustless, it's uncorruptible, it's scarce. There are many reasons here, yeah, it's easy to send. And you always know where it is so it's kind of a smart gold move and we like gold uh, so why not add one percent to our treasury and so the nation might go let's have one percent that would make a 3.8 trillion market cap and 181 again uh, thousand us dollars and let me say us dollars because we have australians listening here so it's us dollars what if 5% of the global high network, high net worth individuals, so 5% of the people with a lot of money, they say, hmm, where do I put my money? Um, real estate is up and I have some already. Um, gold is not so interesting and I have 2% already. Let me put 5% of my wealth into Bitcoin. This thing seems to work then I have a seizure-resistant asset. Nobody can take it from me. And so I will put 5% in there. I don't know what's happening in the world. Let me have 5% of this thing. That's 4 trillion. That's another 190,000 US dollars per Bitcoin. What if institutions say, hey, you know, 2.55% will be the asset base for this. Just 2.55. It's a... Uh, low risk, high opportunity thing. Uh, that's what institutions like. And so 4.1 trillion and 196,000 on top of it. What if corporate treasuries, companies uh, like MicroStrategy, like, um, like Tesla, Apple, what if they put 5% of their cash um, into Bitcoin? So 5%, let's say it's just the S&P 500, yeah? Uh, Microsoft. What if Microsoft says 5% of my treasury, of my PL is Bitcoin? Like I have some stocks in there and bonds, and now I have also some Bitcoin. Then 4.2 trillions market cap, 200k per Bitcoin. And then the digital gold case, which I think personally is more realistic than the currency case. But okay, they say digital gold. Yeah, what if 50% of gold's total market 
and that's quite realistic because more people are actually opting in for, for Bitcoin than for gold right now if you look at um, money flows. So what if 50% of people who don't trust political nation-state um, uh, movements and management, what if they say, mm, I prefer to have something non-political that keeps keeps its price and it's not uh, so volatile based on conflicts and, and nations deciding things. So what if, okay, I stay with gold, but I do the digital gold also. So half of my gold, maybe I have 5% gold, and half of that I put it in, in digital gold, in this Bitcoin thing. So that's another 5.5 trillion market cap, makes it to 260,000 for Bitcoin, and that's how we come to a market cap of 28.5 trillion and one Bitcoin at the price of 1.36 million US dollar. This is according to ARK Invest, one possible scenario and uh, that they really um, estimate. So that's their estimation. Now, I wouldn't say rely on this, but I would say use these numbers to calculate your scenarios. Now, this might be your bull scenario and then make also a base scenario and a, a low case scenario, worst case scenario. And with these three scenarios, now you have more information to build your decisions on and to build your investment system on. So if uh, Bitcoin is one of the asset classes in your general portfolio location, now you have more um, information and can decide. If you need more cash to do that, because right now you say, well, that sounds great actually, let me add a couple percentages Bitcoin to my thing, then there is something that can help you increase your revenue. If I was you, I would go to the growth festival, which is nine masterclasses on how you can increase your revenue plus one book, which is a very practical book. Um, and the whole thing is just $199. And you will get nine amazing masterclasses on how to sell, how to adapt, how to market, how to run profitable events, etc. Plus, you will get my book, Strategy Sprints, which, according to Nir Eyal, author of Hooked and Indistractable, will help you not just grow your business, but even enjoy your life more. And according to John Lee Dumas, it will it is a blueprint that will ensure your company becomes on fire. And he knows what he's talking about, right? So that's the book. And uh, it is a very practical guide on how to build your business and have revenue streams working for you even when you sleep and even when you're on vacation. Hope that helps everybody. Keep rolling.